All right, welcome back to 90. As we promised you, our little gift to you all is going to be this little thing called mini souls, as Kayla had mentioned last time, where we do these quick conversations about really important topics to to you all and to ourselves as well. And so as you know, season 1 ended with a two-part mental health round table where we talked to three students and three staff members about their experiences with mental health. and afterwards they all listened to their conversations as well as considered it for themselves throughout the holidays and we asked them to come back actually and to answer this simple question having listened to both the students and staff versions of the mental health round table and gone through the holiday season amidst covid-19 how has your perception of mental health changed And so first we're going to start with our guest from the student mental health roundtable. And so first up we have Julia Aviles, a social work and psychology double major at UMBC, the co-founder and co-vice president of the Latinx Student Association and a member of the Social Work Student Association as well as the First Generation Trailblazers. After having listened to both the student and staff versions of the mental health roundtable episodes, with the holiday seasons being over and the pandemic still going on, my idea of mental health has definitely expanded. I'm getting a better, clearer picture of just how universal mental health is and how it directly affects every single person in one way or another. I'm seeing just how much of a struggle it is for everyone to maintain a healthy state of mind while also trying to learn new coping mechanisms and just trying to get through the days. I have close friends who lost some of their closest loved ones over the holidays and I can imagine how difficult it must be for them to not have troubling mental health days back to back. And with that being said, I want to note just how important it is to reach out to one another, regardless if at first we may feel uncomfortable not wanting to intrude in people's lives, but I feel like if someone wants to let you in, they will. And more times than not, they're going to be grateful you took the time out of your day to check in on them and you cared enough to see how they're doing. Next up we have Megan Saribo, psychology major at UMBC, the secretary of the Psychology Student Association, the president of the Students of Applied Behavioral Analysis Society, and a writer for 90. Having listened to both the student and staff mental health roundtables and having gone through a COVID-19 holiday season, I realized that having a conversation about mental health can really differ from simply spreading awareness about it. Like I post a lot on Instagram about self-care and all that. Um and I text my friends from time to time about their mental health. Um but deep diving in mental health and having that personal conversation has really made me feel more connected to this particular topic. I think I mentioned in my conversation with Christina and Julia that I really wanted to pursue the path of clinical psychologist to dedicate myself to researching and spreading awareness about mental health. However, at the time, I kind of failed to realize that the conversation itself that we had was already incredibly empowering and personal, and it inspired me to have these conversations with my peers and my family. I think that valuing personal conversations about a typical topic like this one will really help me in my career and everyday life. And I realize that having more and more of these difficult conversations will make it less difficult when we bring it up. Everyone's stories are so different and it's so easy nowadays to overlook everyone's experiences with mental health since we live in such a fast-moving individualistic society. 
As a student, I also never realized that our faculty and staff can go through these experiences and amplifying their voices through their mental health roundtable edition helped me realize this. I really enjoyed listening to what Andrea, Jeff, and Mrs. Ahmed had to say about their experiences and what they also hope to accomplish to help students with their mental health. It really made me feel that USG is such a safe space. And I hope that after listening, students are more inclined to open up about their mental health, faculty too. I hope that both episodes inspired our listeners to send a much needed text to a loved one that they've been worried about or practice some self-care like meditating or if you're like me, sing the entire soundtrack of Aladdin to their cats like I do. She's Jasmine, I'm Aladdin. She doesn't like it, it's fine. Um, It's 2021 and after a collectively traumatic year, I hope everyone is a little more motivated to invest in themselves and their mental health. Thanks so much for listening. Moving on from there, with all of our guests still answering this same question, which was, having listened to both the students and staff versions of the Mental Health Roundtable and gone through the holiday season amidst COVID-19, how has your perception of mental health changed? And so now we come to our guests from the Staff Mental Health Roundtable, first up being Andrea Milo, the Director of the Center for Student Engagement and Financial Resources. Having participated in the Mental Health Roundtable and having gone through the holiday season, I think that I was just struck by the similarities between experiences across a lot of different uh, demographics Uh, and life experiences. I think that we are all feeling challenged and doing our best uh, during these unprecedented times. Um, I think that the experience was really positive in that I was thinking about mental health as I went into, you know, some time off um, where I could take some breaks and, and think a little bit more about mental health. And I don't think that Uh, My definition of mental health changed, but I think it did prompt me to think a little bit more about, you know, how I think about mental health and uh, especially how I think about mental health right now. And so I kind of landed on just the idea of mental health being, um, being able to really deal with reality as it is. So... Uh, being able to go with the ebbs and the flows of all the uncertainty right now uh, in some kind of balanced way, like net balance. So, you know, some days might be a two, some days might be a 10. Ideally, that balances out so that you can still, you know, feel challenged, but also engage in connections, uh, sleep, eat, um, find joy in things. And so I think if if that's happening, then you're doing okay. Um, I think that I also thought a little bit about how different generations and social media really influence what society as a whole sees as normal and how much of an influence our younger generations are going to continue to have. And I think some of that's been really positive in that there's more expression, um, you know, talking about feelings is more socially acceptable um, now than it, it used to be in some ways. And so I think being mindful of that can 
make a big difference in how we destigmatize uh, mental health moving forward. I think we also want to find our own barometer of of what we feel is okay um, and make sure that we're being you know mindful of of our own state of well-being. So that's my thoughts these days. Um, but I think I just really appreciate the experience to share my perspective and also hear others' perspectives. And I hope everybody continues to find their own definition of mental health and general, um, just be able to find that joy and, and positive light. Thanks so much. Now we have Annie Foster Ahmed, the director of the Macklin Center for Academic Success. After listening to both mental health podcasts and going through the holiday season, my perception of mental health has not really changed much, but I did realize the importance of family even more when um, such issues present themselves within the family. I have always been um, one who values our family time, but this season it seemed like it was even so much more important. My brother visited with his wife from Panama, as I mentioned in the first show. And yes, we took the necessary precautions to ensure everyone remained healthy, COVID tests before, during, and after. Everything turned out well. Everybody was negative. He went back home safe, safely. And because the pandemic um, caused us to be locked in, as everybody else, um, we spent a lot of time between my home and my sister's home. We spent um, time engaging in fun activities, you know, indoors, like playing games and singing, uh, karaoke, dancing at home, but also having some really meaningful conversations, uh, real meaningful conversations around mental health, um, mental health issues that have been hitting our own family. Um, and what I did realize is how important it was to have a family that you could have these kind of conversations with. Have family who understands the dynamics that uh, happen around mental health within your family, whether it's openly accepted or not always openly accepted. But being able to have those kind of conversations and being able to ask for help and assistance has been so important and has been so valuable and has truly helped me um, as I'm having to help, you know, some of my near and dear ones um, deal with their struggles of mental health that maybe were there before and are exacerbated by the pandemic, but definitely are coming to light. So thank you for inviting me to come back and share um, my perceptions. I hope everyone had a great holiday season and I hope if you're experiencing or someone near you that you have a family member or close friend or someone that can hold your hand that you can talk to someone nearby that can help you through this struggle. Thank you. And last but not least we have Jeff Kenson, an audiovisual technician for USC Conference and Event Services and an alumni of Montgomery College. 
I think that my perception of mental health has grown uh, the longer uh, we are in this pandemic. Um, and I think my uh, perception has expanded, my, my, my view has expanded to we are all suffering, that so many of us are having a difficult time. And some people have it much worse than I do. And I try to keep that in mind uh, so that I'm not thinking, oh, my life is, is so terrible. No, I think that uh, if we remember that there are many people in our community who have it much harder than I do, or that we do, um, it, it keeps us grounded. And um, and if we keep doing things that that make us happy, even small things, by being with friends or by keeping to our everyday routines, um, that we'll be able to keep going. Um, um, and I think that if we stick together as a community, we um, that will keep us all uh, uh, in the light and um, that we will make it to the end of this. But we do have a long way to go and, and I'm trying to be optimistic. Thank you. We thank all of our guests from both of our round tables for joining us again for our first mini-sode of 2021. And if you're interested in becoming a guest on 90, feel free to reach out to us on our social media pages, which are for Instagram and Twitter, USG, the number 9T. And for our Facebook group, it is 9T Podcast, parentheses, USG, close parentheses. Reach out to us, let us know, or if you just have feedback that you'd like to share with us, reach out to us the same way. Thank you very much. All right, Joy, what's happening at USG? Okay, so we have a couple of things to shout out um, following USG services and events. So first up, we have Girls on Fire. They are having a 2021 vision board party. And so you can join them later on today to create a visual representation of your future goals. And so this can be used to help you identify your vision and give it clarity. And so if you got the time, please be sure to stop by. The time is at 5 p.m. Um, Eastern time. Um, Sounds exciting. Very. I am looking forward to creating my vision board and finishing strong for the semester. Okay, so next up, we got the Campus Rec Center. Anyone looking for a job? Well, be sure to apply to work at the Campus Rec Center as a virtual customer support associate. Sounds interesting. So it is on a first come, first serve basis. So apply as soon as you can. Uh, because spots are limited. Um, okay, third up, we have Hey Grover. So check out this awesome way to get your questions about anything from academic and career concerns to relationship answered in a relatively quick and confidential way. So it operates through the Center for Counseling and Consultation, and they post responses to your questions on a weekly basis. And so be sure to search Hey Grover on the USG website for more information. And uh, last but not least, we have our Grover Essentials to go. And so come pick up a 
pre-made bag full of non-perishable food and toiletries at the USG campus. And so you can pick up up to two bags every two weeks. Again, it's two bags every two weeks and they are available to all USG students, faculty and staff. And so sign up for a pickup time slot today. And that's all I got, Henry, back to you. Thank you very much. And always, we appreciate you. And thank you all for joining us today. And we'll catch you next time for a very special conversation as we start off the first week of the spring 2021 semester. We'll catch you next time on Auntie.